0: I love, yeah, I that, love that. that we we got self love. Oh Self love yeah. in the building. I wish I could turn my computer to show you because I have like on this right side I have like all pyramids.
2: Oh really? They, I know yes, I wanted to pick up my computer and show you my <laughs> collection. Oh wow, nice.
0: You know, we got a little bit of everything going on. We tried. Cool. Yeah, so okay. Fancy seeing you again two times <laughs> in a week.
2: Thank you for having me. This is incredible. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, I got so... Oh, thank you for being here. I honestly, I got so excited because we were like touching base on a few different topics. And I was like, ooh, I want to like dive deep with you. Like, let's see what's going on.
2: Totally. I love that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So real quick to start it off, welcome to the Flipside Podcast, where we talk everything upside down and inside out. And today we have a very special guest. This is a lovely person I've met through the Milk Room Podcast and through the milk room in general, but we've got Maxo in the building. (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) Of course. So a little bit of background of you if you want to dive into that and then we can go into all the other things it's so funny because I'm like I already know you and I like <laughs> you know we just did this but for everybody who's like a different audience it. no
2: of course oh yeah. of course well hello everybody my name is Max well Maximilian but people call me Max O or Max but uh, I've been making music for about 17 years uh, I love music music is a language it's also a healing property it has many healing properties and I just love I love music and um uh, the type of music I make is um uh, in the same category as like sound healing and it's just to help uh just align people's emotions and help balance them. You know, we live in a we live in a beautiful world, yes, but there is a lot of I feel like lower vibrational things that are kind of popularized so I'm just here to provide a nice little balance you know
0: Uh, I love that and I feel like I don't know if you like recognize this too I kind of feel like everybody has been maybe so hurt or on those lower vibrations for so long that now I see just so many people trying to find themselves and just resonate with this kind of stuff because it's been lacking I guess in like you know normal Uh, normalized things for the last 50 60 plus years you know we're all kind of reconnecting
2: kind of changes the narrative a bit you know because it's like this is how you're supposed to feel it's okay if you're depressed you're sad you're you're anxious yeah then it is okay but it's how you deal with it and not think that it's like supposed to happen because it's 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 not supposed to happen we're supposed to be able to control those parts of ourselves you know and help guide them and nurture them
0: Right, you're so right. I feel like i that's been my like biggest struggle is just uh, in life knowing that I can feel and then not allowing the the feelings to overwhelm where I'm at or repress them and then later react or whatever it is. Yeah. So I feel like my early 20s were big on that, like being super emotional, but stuffing it down. So then when I would like, there would be like one last stop on the re repression bus it was like (laughs) a reaction yeah
2: yeah no totally totally i mean i'm 24 years old and uh even though i have had like the spirituality in me subconsciously from being a kid and just being connected with myself at a young age i did lose it we did talk briefly about that on the milk room podcast i did lose it but and like you said, like in your earlier years, you were emotional and, and more like kind of just like sporadic. I was the same way. And now I feel like it's more easier to, control a weird word, but like be like in motion with it, be connected with it and be in flow with it, you know?
0: That's such a good way to put it in flow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that same way. It's just like, now it's like, it's not more of a reaction. It's just normal. It's like, okay, I'm feeling that way. It's like. It'll yeah. pass.
2: Like, yeah, I was everything. actually studying. No, totally. I was studying reaction and response. Reaction is based off of just emotional feeling at that moment. So let's say you uh, push me, right? And maybe it's like a mean push, right? So there's like anger behind that. Well, I could be mad or upset, but that would be me. Um, we're not rea- reacting out of emotion and not responding. Responding is when you take time. No, let me just grab my journal. I want to actually explain this properly.
0: I love this. You're doing a great job so far, but I'm excited.
2: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I literally was just studying this and you said that it it really resonated with me because that's what I've been like learning. Yeah, respond is thought and intentional. Reacting Mm -hmm. is letting others control our responses.
1: Yeah,
2: that's just something I... Like learn so when you said that I could resonate with that for sure.
0: Right. Oh, I love that because it's so like concise, but just makes so much sense. Like Yeah. Oh, yeah. So okay, speaking of healing and responding and all of this, we briefly touched on it, but the sound healing thing, um, how is that going? And like where do you see you maybe like launching that first song with that? Mm -hmm. Or like, yeah. yeah, what are what are you doing that you're not you're not sharing with the world yet, which is is cool no, to keep I, it to yourself, you no, know? But I'm gonna try to get it out
2: of here. Right I now. love that. No, I love it because you know I've been putting a lot of love and energy into this practice and um I learned a lot and I'm just I'm just starting. I'm just learning, so I know I'm barely just dipping my toes in, but I can see this being a part of my journey um, and also helping other people with their journey through it, you know, um, yeah, I would love to talk about it, the stuff that, uh, I've been learning is that, you know, we have seven chakras, and each chakra is tuned to a certain note, and those notes are exactly, oh, I'm my journal again, yeah, and these are just things that, like, I'll tell you this, and then I'll show you how I implement it into music, so, perfect. It's um note B for your crown chakra, note A for your third eye chakra. G for the throat chakra, F for the heart chakra, E for the solar plexus, D for the sacral, and C for the root chakra. And what those are is like are you familiar with like singing bowls?
0: So I am, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So there's like a bunch of really really fun instruments that are all that all have certain vibrations that are tuned to each key of the chakras so like for example these are just some these are pretty uh lightly drawings but of just like different so these are just like some of the sound healing instruments oh for the people that are just listening you can't see what I'm showing I just realized that (laughs) (laughs) so there's a crystal bowls there's a tuning fork tongue drums tongue drum is really fun that's going to be the first one I'm implementing into my music and I'll explain that after but um Toshi chimes which are just like just provides a nice frequency of just like like fresh air like when you go outside you hear a chime it's it's not just a a chime it's a vibration you know it's a vibration that we feel and we don't just hear it we feel it and it gets like put into us you know so we want to we want to feed our body with good vibrations you know through everything and um, yeah so there's those and some of the first ones I'm going to be working with are uh, tongue drums and uh, it's just going to be whether if it's slightly through the entire record where it just provides a nice like background melody within the, within the beat or intros and outros just to really find that balance between different records within like an album, you know, different songs. So just things like that, just slowly kind of implementing them into what I've been working on. And yeah, while well, still just learning the beauty of the healing properties within the musical instruments.
1: So it's called a
0: tongue drum like tongue yeah. i've never heard of these this that
2: is so cool favorite one so what it is is it's like a it's like a disc it's like a 3d disc so like picture like a ufo i was
0: it's just 3D. about to say that it's i i've i've seen okay there's a sorry I, there's this one guy on tiktok who always has that and yeah. he's always drumming on it you
2: can play it like this or there's sticks there's little mallets so it goes either way um the tongue drum i'm getting actually is a chakra tongue drum so each one is is the notes that i just said on one tongue drum so i'm able to That's make an so cool. actual beat out of pure healing frequencies.
0: i love this so much because actually too i did a study a personal study it wasn't like i wrote anything about this but this is I, the best I re- one right so i remember <laughs> i remember somebody uh they were setting the Hertz frequencies, you know, of just uh, normal rap songs and hip hop songs. And yeah. I'm a huge, I'm a huge rap and hip hop person. So like, it's interesting to me because I was like, well, you know what? Like, this is something to look into. Cause I don't, I don't necessarily see it as a negative, but there is a, a thing that happens, especially people aren't in tune to like how frequencies can um, not control the mind, but uh, okay. influence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in, influence the mind. So a lot of like normal 808s and a lot of normal like hip hop and rap songs are actually extremely low vibrational that go down to like 200 hertz or something like that, which is like a very, it's a very depressing um, note. And it's, it's crazy because just, you know, you know, the vibes too, like being in the studios all the time, like. I've met so many musicians and so many artists that are just absolutely completely depressed. And Mm -hmm. it is, it's sad because it's like music has that healing, but it it is one of those things with like, everything is balanced. And um, so I love that you are, you know, providing kind of like the out, you know, the outlet. Cause it's like, we, we all can enjoy our rap music, which like, it's not like it's, I I hate saying like lower vibrational for that. It's just literally the frequency because like rap music is fucking awesome. but. you know, sometimes you got to balance it out. It's like, you can't have Mm. McDonald's every day. Like, you're going to feel like shit.
2: But one McDonald's trip is good. You got to be aware of it, because if you're just, treat, treat like low vibrational music like food, basically. If you're eating subconsciously really badly, you don't know you're eating bad. You're just, you're nourishing that fulfillment in that moment. Like, for example, McDonald's. Right. Right. Rap could be like McDonald's, but for like the mind, you know, and like the body but then you can eat like more better food and and then feel better and also still satisfy those cravings same thing right. with music Like I make rap music but the music yeah. the rap music I make isn't the McDonald's rap music and I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's like quality wise lower higher I'm saying the vibrational um structure right uh, like with the 808 it's like I'm I listen to everything. I'm there with my producers. I have an amazing team of super producers that we're just all in the same frequency, super connected. We all have the same intention, same morals. So there's no darkness around my beats and my producers know that. Like, um, so when it comes to like rap or anything, I want to be able to give like the world that love rap music, right? Like us, we love rap music, but we don't want yeah Donald's we want like, uh, we want to. We want to have something that's more nourishing for the soul.
0: Spago wrap. Spago wrap. Yeah. Have you that heard of it? Like, I have not. I just came up with that. It's just like Spago has been one of like the highest rated restaurants in LA and like Chicago <laughs> for the that. last like that. thirty years. Okay. So it's like, that's a good one. I love
2: that.
0: Yeah. Right. We got to give them Spago wrap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. We got to We have to at least just know what we're ingesting in our bodies you know whether if it's through food or media or just toxic people you know we gotta just be aware of it you know
0: I remember the first time I heard um the idea of consumption aside from food and that really really changed my entire perspective of life because I was I was watching a ton of tv just like any time in my free time, it was like TV shows, whatever was popular, like horror movies. And again, it's the same thing. It's not bad, but it's like I was noticing that, like, I was doing so much of that that it was really hard for me to get out of that. And I was like, it's so weird. We really don't we we lost this connection of our like mind, body, spirit for a really long time. And I think maybe that's why everything's kind of cultivating around all this healing stuff now is because. We disconnected from the fact, like it's not just the food; it's all the things. Even if you're looking at something dark, like I've violence,
2: seen, even like screens, you know, screens in general. I feel like look at a kid. If you see a kid doesn't that didn't grow up with an iPhone and didn't grow up with any screens, they're they're dialed in and they're connected to themselves. They're imagining, they're having fun. They're at a park, they're laughing, yeah. they're crying in one minute and then laughing the other minute because they're so in control of those emotions. A kid that has an iPad that grew up with an iPad, all he knows is just being behind a screen. It's, it's frightening. It's, it's pretty sad, you know, but at the same time, it is fixable if we're aware of it. And that's the first step is just to be aware of the direction that we could be going in or the paradigm that we could be getting stuck in without even knowing it.
0: I totally agree. And like, sometimes when you feel stuck in that, it's almost like, Ooh, like it's
2: not, fun. it's not fun you feel just so like disconnected you know
0: so disconnected i start recognizing too 100%. yeah i start recognizing too that like if i feel really out of tune with myself i'm about to like self-sabotage something
2: 100 percent, and subconsciously you, you know that's not you you're not trying to do that you know but it's just right. like i'm the same way like sometimes if i i get a little like Rowled up in a discussion or whatever, I just take a moment and I breathe, recenter myself, refine my balance, and then respond, you know, because then that's another form of reacting and responding. It's right. giving an, an unintentional, subconscious reaction of emotion versus an actual, intentional, well thought out response.
1: Oh,
0: I have a book for you. Hmm. Do, I'm so excited. What's it you- called? Oh, you're gonna love this guy if you haven't heard. You you might have heard of him. Uh, have you ever listened to anything that Dr. Joe Dispenza has talked about?
2: He was in the secret, right?
0: He actually wasn't, but a lot of the secret. I've
2: seen. Right. I've heard that name before. It sounds familiar. Ooh, I love a-
0: it. I keep, so so with this. I keep this is my spirit pile, like my favorite spirit pile.
2: I love that. I literally wish I could pick up my. Oh, you know what I could do? I could take a picture of it and then show the picture. That way, you can see yeah, my little book it.
1: collection. Hell yeah! Ooh, love it!
2: I don't know if you coming can...
0: out of the the. Uh, is it? Oh yeah. The Buddha or Shiva's head. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. So thank you. This is the one. Oh, I've
2: seen that book before. I gotta take a picture of it. I'm gonna order it on here. Amazon.
0: I don't know if it's backwards for you right now.
2: <laughs> no, it's okay. It's perfect. It's perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, but so this this guy, he seriously talks about um, you know, the if you there's tons of podcasts with him. Like that's what he loves to do is um he broke his back on a motorcycle uh mm-hmm. maybe like 20 or 30 years ago. And they told him like you'll never walk again, like all that kind of stuff. And then he literally like healed himself with his mind somehow, just like imagining him, right? Like just imagining that his spine was like setting back into place. And so right. And so after he did all this and like proved that he could cure himself, what he does now is he leads all these meditation, uh, not ceremonies, but almost like conventions. And so everybody comes and he said like people who were blind before, they've lost like being able to see for the first time. Like, or sorry, they've left being able to see for the first time Um, somebody who had a stroke who could hardly talk like after they did the meditations. Cause I think it's like a real, you know, like you're meditating pretty much all day. Like after that, this person who had just had a stroke that couldn't talk was like able to communicate again. I love that. Right. It's so, so cool. And so, you know, since he's been able to do all this, what was something really funny and, and just in, you know, enlightening and very light to find out is that people always ask him, it's like, well, you seem like you're one of the most enlightened people, you know, on the planet today. And someone was like, do you ever react? And he was like, I react every day. But like you were saying, where you take that moment out of the conversation. So what he does, even at work or whatever might trigger him, he's like, all right, guys, it's one of those moments. And he might leave for 10 minutes 30 minutes he might leave for an hour or two yeah 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 that's so even i'm
2: just learning so i want to learn more about it
0: right so even he like that's the other thing too is like when you start noticing that every human is kind of like weirdly we're all living separate lives we all kind of have this weird internal like thing that's all the same yeah it's it's so bizarre to recognize that because i remember growing up thinking like we're all so different and like more no, I we're got really actually
2: connected more than I think we are aware of. We I are. think so, too. I was talking to someone, I don't know who I was talking to about, but it was like, we're all so connected. Like, we really are. Everything is connected, you know, in yeah. some way, shape, or form. No matter how different we may look at the life situations that we've made, we have the same problems, same struggles, same anxieties, same fears, a lot of us, you know? So there's actually a connection there.
0: Have you ever played with like sending people um, mind messages? I know this sounds creepy.
2: (laughs) No, that doesn't sound creepy at all. That actually sounds fun. No, I haven't.
0: uh. Right. Like, so, okay. So basically an example, um, I remember doing this in college because it was kind of like, you know, the the college experience or whatever, like I was maybe 19 at the time. Um, I was, you know, you're trying to find yourself. And I had a lot of weird things that at the time I would have called coincidences. But then later was like, oh, like, there's something here. This is this is really weird. But it's like when you think about someone and then they call you mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, to me,
2: I feel like that's a form of manifestation because there'll be right. times when I meditate, I'll meditate and a person will pop in my mind. And let's say it's like a past business endeavor or just a close friend. Yeah. And now I'll think to myself, you know what? Like I miss this person, and I'll put that intention out there. Like, I genuinely miss this person. I hope they're doing well, you know. And then all of a sudden, no joke, I get a call the next day, or I run into them, or my right. mom bring, bring them up, or just there's some, you know what I mean?
0: Definitely. And that was that was what kind of like brought me into this whole thing. Like I I dabbled for a little. I didn't go in and deep, but I remember when I was 19, I had like one of those thoughts. And then somebody called me from the past. So that was like a friend growing up. And I was like, this is a weird coincidence. And then as I started to dive deep, that's when I realized, like you said, it's like we're all so much more connected that like something weird is going on. And I mean weird in a good way. Yeah, something but, beautiful,
2: it's beautifully weird.
0: <laughs> right, right. Like we really do have this weird psychic telepathy thing that I don't know if we've just repressed it for thousands of years as humans but i'm like convinced at this point that we're actually supposed to be telepathic <laughs> like,
2: you said what's the last part
0: i'm like convinced that we're supposed to be telepathic
2: oh, telepathic yeah
0: yeah right
2: you know and then going back to what we were saying um about how you'll think of someone and then you'll, they'll pop up the next day whether it's in person or on the phone you'll uh, ask that person like what made you, what did you think of it oh you just popped up in my mind Cause there's some type of like signal that we have to just put out intentionally. And I think intention is the gas behind it. It's the, it's the like coal in a train, you know, it's what fuels it when you just have intention. Cause even if you have bad intention, you can manifest terrible things and that's sad, but there's, it's just all intentional when you, you genuinely have good intentions and good morals and a good outlook. You can manifest anything.
0: Right. And I think people get so stuck on, um, you know, their outer reality, not matching. And that's yeah. for everybody. You know, it's like we we sometimes don't want to be patient enough to see the outside change. And so a lot of people can get stuck in these like weird paradigms of just like stress and creating all of this terrible stuff because they have they don't know anything else. And so yeah. I love what you're doing because it's like, even just like that frequency that might reach them on a subconscious level and not consciously yet, you know, it can maybe start to bring them to this, this side of joy that they never knew even existed, which is fucking awesome.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like that's where happiness like stems from. Right. Right.
0: And when you hit, I, I know I went through a period of time where I was like really depressed and I never knew what that was like. Like I grew up pretty happy. And then I like got really depressed around college time. And I was like, ooh. And you know, you see the contrast of it. And I think you said this actually, yeah, I think you said this on the the Milk Room podcast where it's like you have two options.
2: Yeah. It's like a window. Like, it's like a window. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. You can either like realize, okay, I hate feeling like this. Like not to be um morbid, but it's like you can almost say like the two options are like in your life or like go you know what I mean and not in your life maybe like physically but just like live in this like mesh of like uh, or you can decide to like jump through the window like you said
2: yeah Yeah. you know I could really resonate with what you're saying you say you grew up happy and then towards like college you kind of I'm not going to say lost that happiness, but it just like got a little suppressed based around like current events of your life. I'm going to I was the same way yeah. current events, current people, you know, a lot of different experiences can shift our perspective so much to where it lowers our vibration sometimes, but it's still there and it's yeah. in us, you know? And then I feel like what really, I feel like I'm very truly grateful for is that I've seen both sides. Cause now I'm able to find that balance, you know, everything Enjoy. is balanced. Have you, I'm sure you've read this book. This book is like one of my, I read it so much.
0: I have not read that book and mm-hmm. I I need to because I love Wayne Dyer. I don't know if you've ever. Incredible, yes. Uh, yes. Love him so much. And Wayne Dyer always talks about the Tao Te Ching. He's like in the Tao is, Te Ching.
2: <laughs> yeah. the Taoism is actually, that's, that's something I live by. And that, in other words, the Tao is the balance in life, you know. Like let me let me can I read one thing? Yes, please,
0: please. There's
2: a there's a few things that I have that really just captured me so much.
0: Oh please, I, I love this.
2: I dictate all of them. I like to just make little like notes or highlight and like underline, you know, and
0: oh, I love
2: yeah I can't when I read a book I read a book about like three times one is the first one is just to read to get it in my brain like lightly Mm the second one is to get uh highlighted points and the third one is to find like connections within myself in the book yeah that's a good
0: process
2: (laughs) thank you I do that with every single book actually yeah
0: oh I need to do that I definitely (laughs) have not done that
2: sorry one (laughs) second. my mom's calling me. I'm just gonna tell them on a podcast Hey, mom, I'm currently on a, in a podcast right now. Okay. Yeah, that's more than fine. Okay. Love you. Bye.
0: All right. Real quick, shout out Maxo's mom. She's like the coolest person ever.
2: Yeah, she loves you guys. She loves you guys. <laughs> she's uh, awesome. I think, uh, what was it? When I told her I was going to the milk room and she's like, oh, Greg. And I'm like, yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, I love them. Like, they're good people over there. Aww. It's just so nice because, like, good people they could feel good people, but let's see if I can find this. Okay, I think I found it. He who stands on tiptoe doesn't stand firm. He who rushes ahead doesn't go far. He who tries to shine dims his own light. He who defines himself can't really know who he is. He who has power over others can't empower himself. He who clings to his work will create nothing that endures. If you want to accord with the Tao, just do your job and let go. And to me, that's very important because you think you want to be the best at something, but in reality, you're dimming your own light because you're already putting yourself in a box. In right. other words, you just do it. And it goes back to intention, just intentionally and consciously, then that's the true win. You know, I don't live right. to win. I live to live. I live to love, you know? So yeah. like, that's why I just really, really love the Tao so much
0: no I love that passage that was like I, I mean it hit me and now I know why I need to read it because it's like so poignant and so concise but it's like like me just imagining myself on my tiptoes like
2: exactly that's exactly. gonna
0: hurt that's gonna it's like, like
2: this book is talking to your soul you know you ever right. read a book and in the introduction it's like this book is for you and you you're feeling this way and you're really feeling that way and it's like it's legit like it has a magnifying glass and just describing you that's that's this and I think the reason why it's because balance relates to everyone because everyone, everyone needs to do everything in moderation moderation is something my mom taught me very young you know like not cold water or hot water warm water you know
1: there you go
0: yeah uh, I I mean definitely I think like balance was a big thing for me because I was always like an extremist I was like you look, go
1: in you oh yeah
0: of
1: course <laughs> Of course. I was.
0: And then you're so burnt out that it's like, oh my God. And then you feel like something's wrong with you because you're like, usually I can sprint. And then you're like, no, it's like the normal cycle. Like you have to give your body and mind a chance to rest and like recharge.
2: Uh, Sometimes when I I go on walks, I'm a huge walk guy. I love walks. Love it. And also go on jogs and and even run sometimes, but I can't run the whole thing. You know, I got to maybe run a little bit or I'm going to say jog. I can't jog the whole thing because even that's tiring, you know? Yeah. Jog a little bit, walk, then jog. And once you find that balance, it's like, it's, you just feel so, I feel like complete, so whole, you know?
0: Right. I love
1: that. Oh,
0: I love that. So, okay. Obviously, right before we started recording, you were talking about crystals and like your last album was called Amethyst. Shout out February. (laughs) That's actually my birthstone. So like, you know, I got to plug it. Um, So with the new Sound Healing, are you kind of like, you know, did the Crystal album name just kind of come for that one? Or like, where do you see this project going like in terms of a concept or if you have that yet?
2: Yeah, Um, the idea of Amethyst actually stemmed from about two and a half years ago when I just started my reawakening of my soul, you know, and getting connected with the mind, body, and soul. Um amethyst was the first crystal I got introduced to. I love, I love the healing properties. I know it's good for like the third eye chakra and like the more tops of the chakra chakras. Um, this was before I started really, really getting into sound healing. But it's nice because to me it almost is like a foreshadow of what's to come and amethyst isn't just a single project it's actually a trilogy so it's oh. Ameth- this is the first time i have ever said this like oh so um it goes it's amethyst and that one is just like a B kind of just like feel good um high vibrational um rhythmic connecting uh, songs and uh, and records you know and then lab labradorite is the second one to come and these ones are like what I'm saying right now is already done. Like they're they're they've been done for a while. Like Amethyst was done about like two years ago. Year no now. way. Yeah, the stuff that I'm making right now won't come out to like next year or maybe the next year. But oh. um I <laughs> yeah, I'm like I
0: mind blown right now. I'm like, whoa, okay, cool.
2: It all comes back to like this, like my journaling. I've been like, let me see if I can. I have the the initial idea of Amethyst uh, Singles. I'm trying to find it. But my point is of this, is it's a trilogy and Labradorite's gonna be more probably Lab will probably drop next year, next summer. That one's okay. gonna be real summer vibrant, you know, Labradorite, Labradorites have a lot of beautiful flashes, and it's only when you look at it in a certain perspective. So that's kind of what that album is about, just seeing life from a more flashy, not flashy like glamorous perspective, flashy as in vibrancy, flashy as just happiness and connecting, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's Lab. And then Rose Quartz is actually going to be an all-love album. Oh. Love songs. And that one's for the so heart cute. chakra. That one's for the heart chakra. And that will probably come out around, like... I want to release Rose Quartz definitely, like, next year. Still working out, like, the times. But right now, as a team, collectively, we kind of just came up with the structure of, I dropped Amethyst, that's going to sit for a while, album-wise. You know, people can enjoy that and get get their enjoyment from that. And then I want to release just singles. So my next single is actually going to be Rainbow Aura. And that does have a bit of sound healing it touches it dabbles in it the stuff i'm making now is hundred percent sound healing but that hasn't even been heard it's just what i'm creating and cultivating myself but um but uh rainbow Aura actually is the first song that i've ever used spatial audio and also um it's apple music certified so for i um is it airpod users and the bose speakers that have spatial audio and just the things that are connecting with spatial audio. It's gonna be an experience. It's an it's gonna be an experience. And it's a single. Yeah, it's not even an album. It's a single. So that one's called Rainbow Aura. And um that's coming out I believe April. No, I'm sorry, not April. Uh October 27th.
0: Oh, this is so cool because okay, I have like the original AirPods and Yeah, but no
2: I, any AirPods, I think. Yeah.
0: Do they do because I don't know if this has spatial audio, but I tried the um Someone had like a newer pair that I listened yeah. to that spatial audio. I can't remember what song. And I was like, you feel like you're at a live show. And I was yeah. like, what?
2: The first time I ever even experienced spatial audio to where it even interests me to making it a part of my music was I did a sound bath. And the sound bath was a full 360 room and there were speakers fully 360 around. And even though I wasn't in the middle, I was on the side you can still feel like you're in the middle. And I think that's beautiful because it shows equality to every set of ears. Oh. You know that's what I so mean? So cool. Yeah. So um yeah, like for example, the sound bath, there was like they were doing healing frequencies of like waves, but tuned to a certain key. And it would literally be like it's like but in the you're in the middle of it. So on the you like feel it and then you feel the outside and then just like yeah, it's beautiful.
1: Is it
0: weird that I can feel it right now? I'm like,
2: oh. yeah, no, totally. You can't, especially <laughs> you do this because it provides a middle. Right, a middle. Like, you're the center. You know, yeah.
0: Oh, I love that. Like yeah. I feel that.
2: So rainbow aura so- has those um those uh key aspects, and I'm, that's gonna be the first record I've ever done with that. And um, yeah, <laughs>
1: that's and that's so also cool. the
2: first single. Even though I'm not dropping the album for a while, it's still gonna be on lab. So. Uh, Rainbow Aura is on Labradorite, which is my next album.
0: We get a little sneak peek, y'all.
2: Yeah, and it's really cool. Honestly, I wouldn't want to talk about these things anywhere else other than like a spiritual podcast because I feel like (laughs) only, only certain people, at least for the moment, everybody has it in them to reach this, to understand this, to comprehend it, to implement it. But only certain people have it unlocked right now, you know, at this moment. We're here right now in this moment for a reason, 100%.
0: Right, like I, I mean, first off, I'm really honored that you feel comfortable to share it on here. Like that was, that's one of the huge reasons why I decided to do this, this side of things with the the podcast. Because um, I don't think many people know. Obviously, I met like most of the milk room people like during the pandemic. But right before the pandemic started, um, me and one of my best friends had a like entertainment podcast as well oh. called Pose- yeah, called Posers in LA which was super fun, to, right, <laughs> which was super fun to do, and absolutely still miss it, like, the, the first season, it was, like, it it did its thing, um, but like you said, like, when when people get into this side of things, like, metaphysics, or spirituality, or crystals, or whatever, I do, I can resonate so much, because when I got obsessed, kind of, like, when I first had my, like, you know, introduction into everything. I wanted to share it with everybody. Like and like talk everybody's ear off. And then I was like, oh my God, I think like not everybody
2: finding that balance, right? Yeah. Right.
0: (laughs) Right. Because it's like not everybody's gonna receive this at all.
2: (laughs) One thing I'm learning and it just blows my mind. I never knew this. And it may sound crazy, like what Max you didn't know this. We think differently. Everyone thinks (laughs) differently. I thought we all like cuz I'll draw some, or I'll paint something, right? And one of my friends will be like, I didn't even think of that. And I'm like, that's the first thought I had. Like I this should be in your brain somewhere, you know? Like but it it's no diss to them. It just just shows that perception is very important. And the way right. we perceive things is how we will take them and implement them or not implement them, you know?
0: Right. That, that just reminded me of a scenario I was in where it's like, I thought the situation was like super calm. I can't even remember what it was, but I can just remember uh-huh. the overall feeling it was like having situations where you would feel like everything was super calm and collected and like nothing was harsh. And then you'd hear someone else's perspective of like how they saw that event go or how they saw that conversation go. And they were like, that was intense. Or like, that was awful. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, Okay, yeah, yeah, we really are perceiving things based on whatever mirror we have holding out ourselves. We're also just like
2: programming. Our programming, you know, like our perception is based off of what we know and which is also surrounded by the ego because any thoughts that we think about ourselves is egoic. We're supposed to think collectively and wholly. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's very hard because let's say you grow up with very... Overachieving parents, and they put you in this like I'm gonna just say box, no diss but put you in a box of like you have to be the best, you have to do this, everything you do you gotta give it your maximum, like you gotta do that, right? What if you're not? What if deep down that's not you? You just want to do it to self-fulfill, and that's the point of life to do things to a certain point where it's it's self-fulfilling for you and not anybody else, and that's something that only we can understand, you know. So right. let's say we don't want to be overachieving, overachievers, you know, like what our parents want to be, but we kind of are forced to because that's all we know. Well, then it kind of changes our, it kind of throws us off our path and puts us right. on someone else's path of what they see for you, and that's again perception and how they perceive you. We have to be kind of comfortable with the way we perceive ourselves while still being respectful. You know, parents are very important because they do carry certain elements and traits and traditions that are good programming you know like there's good intentions there's good moral they just got mixed up a bit during the process of their own insecurity fights right oh my gosh that's so
0: okay so something that I loved learning was the correlation with control and insecurity Mm. and how different they seem at first because you know, like with control, that word almost has a dominant factor to it where it seems like the person who's in control is very aware and perceptive. And then when you start really diving into the psychology of like feeling like you need to control everything or being a control freak or almost like, you know, especially when it comes to like controlling a partner or controlling a friend that or I any of that, me. it's all a reflection of your deepest insecurities and fears. And it's so, That just like woke me up so big when I first heard that, because I was like, I thought the people who were super like aggressive and in control were just like super confident. And I'm like, how did I make that correlation just growing up? Like that was my programming.
2: You know, I've realized that that because I've again been on both sides of the spectrum. I grew up very, growing up from like age 12 to 21, I was the definition, not even 22, the definition of insecure but it was because of my programming and right. it's not it, it i'm not trying to justify it but it, it does correlate and it does serve a re, uh, um a re uh, what's it called repercussion it does serve repercussions yeah. so i like, felt that or, same uh,
0: way so i feel you don't worry <laughs> like i had very and similar And now ideas. i've
2: made yeah. peace with it i've made peace yeah. with that and i think that's the beauty of it because let's say if i would have let it eat me up like oh man i wish i could have did this differently i wish i could have not did this to this person or did this to the, you know what I mean? If I would do that, then I'm not living. I'm literally stuck in like this paradigm of regret, despair, dishonorment, you know, like all these terrible emotions that you don't want to be stuck on, you know? So like I had to make peace with that. But when I was again, going through that transition and I was starting to, I was starting my ascendance to my newer higher dimensional Thinking and higher dimensional ways yeah. of perception. um yeah. It really, it really showed me what I was doing wrong, what other people were, doing. and it's not even about right or wrong. Just at that moment, just they weren't right. doing proper. Like it made sense why this relationship didn't work out. It made sense why this friendship didn't work out. And it's like you can like see it from like another yeah. perspective because you gained another perspective of self. You know what I mean?
0: Right. I I too find myself like, I almost feel like it's an overused thing to say, but it's so true. It's like each moment that you aren't on that level. Okay. Sorry. Let me reframe that. So like, I follow joy now, which if it feels good and it feels happy and it feels loving, that's the path that I want to go down. But it took me a really long time to recognize that like, that was my median of where I wanted my path to go and so when you start realizing like those moments where you were like maybe judgmental or mean or insecure or all of those things like i have to reframe them in my mind as lessons because it's a contrast moment right so it's like that con- right that contrast felt horrible and i didn't yeah. like myself during then so it's like if I can always remain in this homeostasis of like self-love, then I know I'm doing something right. If I start to flail a little bit, and again we talked about this on the I think we talked about it on the the podcast. We tapped like, in
2: it. We tapped into it yeah, a little bit. Yeah.
0: Like wobbling. Yeah. Like I seriously, like anytime I wobble and I get off of that like self-love thing, I'm like, ooh. Check yourself. Like, what's going on here? Got to reset. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck's going on? Because, like, you're you're off track somehow. Yeah, yeah. but it's just lessons, like yeah. you said. No, one
2: hundred percent. I remember. I think we did speak on this in the Milkroom podcast too. There's no losses in life. There's just lessons, you know. Like, like right. I was saying in the Milkroom, I remember this analogy. You can be, excuse me, trying out for something that you've worked so hard for and you dedicated so much time and energy to take second place, third place, and you or even you don't place. You still won. You still won because it's not the destination that matters. It's the journey up until the destination. That's what matters. The steps you take, the knowledge you learn and implement. Because it's not just for that moment that you're gonna use it. It's for the rest of your life. You know. So it's like it's how you perceive it and how you take it. If you take it as a loss, well then you're gonna feel those repercussions. You're gonna feel the sadness, the hurt, the regret. And despair but if you take it as a lesson you're gonna take it implement it and keep going you know
0: right okay I have a question for you because you know all my life and I don't know if you've heard this too it's like people don't change mm. I do think that they're I think you can see people who are maybe stuck in things and yeah they might not change but what's really been a beautiful thing for me to see is like, I totally believe that people can change just because I think I've changed so much. So, right.
2: Myself hundred
0: percent. Right. So it's like the beauty, like you said, like everything is that lesson that you're winning and it's that journey. The thing that I think for a while got me is people always like to throw this out is like, once people, you know, once this person did this bad thing or this person did this, it's like, they're always going to do that, you know? Yeah. And of course, sure. Use like your judgment on who's going to be a good person in your life, whatever. But if we all recognize that, like we're meeting in this moment and it's like all the lessons and all of the bad shit, and all of the good shit that we've done. Sorry, I'm cursing a lot on this episode for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs>
2: yeah um, i feel but, that 100 percent. no keep going that makes so much sense
0: right it's like we're all meeting on this level like through all of whatever that murkiness might have been it's like all of those lessons somehow led to me and whomever meeting on this same plane in this same amount of time like <laughs> in this present moment which is so wild because if we sit and like you know, judge our past and like live in that despair, like you're talking about, I can see how people get stuck. But yeah, I just wanted to see how you you thought about that.
2: You can't enjoy it because let's say you get past the insecurities and the self-doubts of like, oh, I don't deserve this person. You get through it and you get that person, but you still think that way then you're not able to enjoy the benefit of having a person love you or you loving that person you know what I mean or not even in a relationship standpoint even just in general like friendships or family member family (laughs) if you don't believe in yourself and love yourself then you can't properly be loved and that's something that I learned because yeah love myself I think subconsciously I did because it led me to where I am now but I didn't love myself so therefore anybody that genuinely showed me love back then yeah I, I say I was grateful for but the the feeling wasn't there it, yeah it was lacking it was lacking because it's like that wasn't unlocked yet for me you know what I, mean? I that feel like, that yeah
0: sorry I didn't mean to cut but I feel that
2: totally oh, you didn't cut me off at
1: yeah. all no. yeah,
0: yeah. It's so weird. So yeah, I just had to point that out because I was like, I've been thinking about this recently about how like, you know, people always say like people don't change or a tiger never changes its stripes. I was like, I feel like I've maybe like changed mine a good bit.
2: (laughs) I think to add on to that, I absolutely think people can change. I 100% do. Reason, but it's if they want to or not. That's the main thing. Because, uh, you know, I don't, I'm trying to talk about getting so personal, you know, within myself, but there's a lot of examples. But in other words, you can love someone so much and give them your all. But if they can't receive it, and it goes back to what I was saying before, Mm -hmm. then it's not your fault. It's not their fault. We're just working on ourselves. And it goes back to the analogy I used at the Milk Room podcast with the boats. We're all on our own boats. We're in a relationship or a friendship. We're in our own boats you know but when we get in when we connect boats we don't jump in each other's no we connect you know right so it's like you gotta work on you i gotta work on me and together we'll work on us you know and that'll withstand the storms and be able to see the rainbows after the storms you know
0: right okay i have a question for you with the boats because this just popped in my head what happens if someone gets a hole in their boat do Mm -hmm. you jump in momentarily to repair help repair the hole or does that risk you sinking as well
2: you know before I would have said yeah jump in the boat you know but I think all we can do is guide them you know all we can do is guide them because if we give too much and they're already hurting themselves not physically but mentally then it's gonna take a toll on us you know it's gonna take a toll on us and that's something that I learned because it's so hard to not get personal you know but no I
0: feel you I have like a personal story right now with that yeah. where you're like maybe you yeah. live
1: too much but it, it relates it
2: relates <laughs> yeah you know? and, and it's not it's not this person was wrong or, and there's no wrongness in it I think yeah. it's just sometimes lack of self-awareness or also lack of self like wanting to help self you know or like being aware that you can help self without it being tacky or without it being cliche it's true work on yourself and you right. will achieve everything you want and not even achieve in a winning aspect achieve like as in just self-fulfillment and happiness you know
0: I love this. Cause I'm just thinking now with all these holes in this. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm like, Oh my God, like you try to help all the holes and this person. That is un- great,
2: Well, you, that was a great question. Cause it painted a picture. You know, you, you know, it's a great question when someone asks you a great question when you can literally envision that question. You know what I mean? I, I love mean? that. No. Yeah. Cause for me, I'm a huge, I'm huge on visualization. Like yeah. whether if we speak or if I'm like, painting something or making a song or I'm doing anything that requires my creativity or my, I guess, comprehension, comprehensional like, understanding, then it, it, I have to envision it first because that's how I bring it to reality. Whether if it's reality of like being able to speak it out into existence or write it down into existence or draw it out, you know, like it's in here first. So when you ask such a descriptive question with such great, like, structure. I can literally envision the question. And when you're like, what if you jump in and that person has holes in their boats and you gotta jump, do you jump in momentarily or do you risk yourself from sinking? That is man, like it's a whole movie. It's a whole I movie. wish I,
0: I I honestly wish I knew the boat analogy like a year and a half ago. <laughs> like
2: so you you, know, you I see- recently found it too and I actually the reason why I found it was because I was trying I was watching Forrest Gump and I uh noticed his mom would put a lot of analogies together to help make people understand things. And I remember I was talking to my best friend and I was explaining to her that um, she, uh, we were just talking about things and I was trying to describe it, but it's very hard to describe something if you can't envision it. And I believe analogies and examples are keys to envisioning things because you're able to kind of put it together in a way you're already familiar with which is like things places events you know boats boats, <laughs> <Yeah>. boats. <laughs> yeah. no
0: this is a really good thing because I feel like I've always um if I've known that I'm decent at something or I've gotten decent at something, it's the art of conversation because I love it. Like it brings me so much joy. Like that's why I love to do podcasts. I love to meet people. And for a minute there, like I definitely wasn't good at it growing up. And so there were moments like, you know, in this journey of just feeling comfortable communicating where I would notice that I wasn't getting the point across or I wasn't explaining things correctly. So this is a really good lesson for me right now where it's like, Oh, like, bring it back there are different ways to help like we said everybody's perspective change and shift based on how willing you are to like help them understand i love this
2: i feel like from i don't know how to explain this but when you have thoughts in your mind right if you can't communicate them properly they can get mistranslated right it can get misunderstood you know So with analogies and things like that, it kind of helps show like it helps lighten it. Cause let's say you say something and you didn't mean it with any type of bad intention, negative intention, hurtful intention, nothing. But the way you said it maybe kind of came off to where it shifted the other
1: person that's
2: receiving it, the shift their perspective, like, is this person mad at me? Or like, you know what I mean? But in reality, you didn't mean it that way. Well then there's repercussions behind that and it sucks because it's like not your fault. It's not their fault for receiving it wrong. If anything, it's just
0: the way that it got
2: mistranslated.
0: I oh I love this. So okay, we're kind of like, I obviously could talk to you for three more hours. I know. Um, I know. <laughs> you can come back on anytime. Anytime oh, you want something to talk about. Okay, perfect. To. We just said you just call me up, like, hey, I got an hour. Okay, cool. i go <laughs> on your computer.
2: <laughs> I love it. This and, and by the way, real quick before we get off, I just want to say I love the whole. Energy of this podcast, from your logo to like just the guests that you have, it's very intentional and it's it makes a big impact. And I know there's people out there listening that love you so much and have mm-hmm. said you're such an inspiration to them. And I just want to say oh. you're doing an amazing, amazing job. It's, like it's not a job. Show. It's not even a job. You know, you're you're living an amazing life and you're fulfilling your purpose to its fullest extent.
0: Back, so you're gonna make me cry. Yeah,
2: I cry every day. <laughs> Happy tears exist, I
0: promise. Right, a release. No, they, seriously, thank you so much. I really have been like blessed to, I, I think maybe that's what it is. It's like the intention behind this is like somehow I've been able to lock in like every single person that I want to talk to has been yeah. so willing to come on here. And uh, on the Instagram, I, I've been like getting back into just being uh, more regiment regimented or disciplined with posting um yeah. but I haven't even posted like half of the people I've talked to and somehow I've gotten like Eddie McClintock on here who's like this major tv actor for a while That's and I'm
2: beautiful yeah you got a lot of influential souls I'm sure yeah right
0: it was just like it it's just so like like you said I do feel like Following the joy, I do feel like somehow I'm unlocking my purpose in this process. So seriously, you just hit the heartstrings. So thank you very
2: much. I'd love to have you on my podcast one day. I'm actually going to be having one soon. We're still getting every all the logistics and stuff, but it's going to be called Smile Talk, the podcast.
0: I would love to be on Smile Talk. Yes, I have a constant. I have a constant thing of showing my teeth.
2: Yeah, (laughs) smiling is one of the greatest gestures in the world. It's that. Yeah. I, I, I could talk about smiling all day.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll have to do it on your podcast, but okay. I re- really, really quick. Cause I want to just ask you like the, you know, the, the final questions and stuff. It's like, ask
2: away. I'm right here. So
0: yeah. So we talked about like your music stuff on the milk room podcast. We'll, we'll kind of like leave it there, but where, what do you, what are you working on right now? in your life that no, doesn't necessarily have to deal with music but what do you think is like your kind of chapter that you're in in your book and what are you what are you learning
2: so wild that you say it in that specific way because I chapter my journal and the chapter that I'm in right now is
0: I'm, a, I'm, I'm a little little psychic I'm not gonna lie I think
2: I believe <laughs> I believe it. I feel like if you can connect with someone, you can understand the way that they think. And so weird. You know, yeah, it's so, so cool. my, to answer your question, what I'm working on right now is just balance. Finding balance within myself, within mainly, mainly just self. Because I want to say career. I want to say life. But just self, you know? Finding balance within self, grounding, mm-hmm. and just really being one and comfortable with self. That's what I'm working on. And I, and I, I'm, I'm getting, I'm very, very far ahead than where like, if I would have told myself, Max in five years, you're going to be focusing on this and you've gotten this far already in the future and just keep going. I probably wouldn't have believed myself. That's kind of how far I've come. And I'm very grateful to say that.
0: Oh, I love that. And is that what you said? The chap, I kind of cut you off. Did you say the chapter's name was balance balance? Yeah.
2: Actually you want to see it? Yeah, Hell yeah. Balance. Yeah. So this is, so I like to chapter my journals and I've been journaling for like six years, like straight. Love it. And
1: good intentions. (laughs) I love it.
2: So that's, um, that's, I hope that answers your question.
0: (laughs) No, it does. It does. Because that's, that's so cool. I think that a lot of people, um, I kind of look at my life in that same way. I don't necessarily chapter them uh, physically in a journal, but when I think back to periods of my life, I'm like, what did I learn then? (laughs)
1: Like, like,
0: right. It's like the self-love chapter or the like giving chapter or the like, I mean, back in the day it was like, the you suck chapters but like that was a self-love <laughs> moment
2: chapter the insecurity chapter the yeah. anxiety chapter i feel
0: self-sabotage you- was a long one oh <laughs> like, man
2: yeah no i feel you you know and yeah. i think if you're able to label these it kind of yeah. makes it a bit more fun no matter how bad it was it makes it a bit more fun and a bit more uh what's the word comforting you know right. like when I talk about my insecurity chapter or my depression chapter, I can its its like this. For example, you're all the way at the end of this book, right? But your depression or anxiety chapter is all the way in the beginning, right? When you reflect back, you're not leave—you're not leaving. You're leaving momentarily. You're just going back to reflect. Then you go right back to where you're at, you know. And that's when you put them in chapters. I feel like it kind of gives a bit more ease and. Eases the tension of the brain of when you self-reflect,
0: right? It's not as scary because you've already been through it.
2: Yeah, it's not. It's not because you made it through it. You know, it's like you're on the other side, just reflecting, looking off the balcony of your of your traveled uh, journey.
0: All right. Well, I love you so much. I'm so glad that you came on here. (laughs)
2: For having me. No,
0: seriously. I'm gonna have to have you back because again, like I know that there's so much in the works, and I know like next time we speak, you're gonna have like. 5 billion other things to talk about where, you know, like you've learned this or we've done like, you know, you're going to come back next time and be like, well, I've made like seven sound healing albums. Like, let's go, you know?
2: Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll send you some of the stuff that I'm working on. If that way you could just get a little like idea of what I'm, and that's actually what they're called. Like one of the songs I made is called music to my ears idea. And it's not going to be called idea, but it's the idea of music to my ears you know and that one's all in four thirty two which is the love frequency and we could talk more about that but that's what sound healing is and sound healing music is when it's intentionally set to heal people's um disconnection with themselves or rebalance chakras that may be off subconsciously or consciously if they're aware of it that's what sound healings for
0: i honestly put on hertz like on youtube yeah. but i feel oh, like so you know
2: you i yeah. do too whenever i'm driving or just yeah. i need to center or I listen to lo-fi lo-fi is beautiful too because yeah that really centering balancing music you know and it's that's sound healing that's why i got into it is my buddy showed me lo-fi a long time ago and it just really resonated with me and helped me and i was like you know what i want to make this and i want to put messages on these and put lyrics and melodies and make it Enjoyable and not just have like. I mean, it's enjoyable by itself, but I want to amp. I want to amp up the enjoyment, you know. And
0: right. Oh, I love that so much. Uh, well, again, Maxo, thank you so much for coming on here. You guys can find Maxo at Maxo M A X S O. You can find his music everywhere. uh He's been in the game a long time, even though he's young. He's been doing this a long time, so definitely check out his music. And um, I think I'm going to have to call this episode Finding Balance with Maxo.
1: I love that. Uh, Right? Yes.
0: Right? Um, That's so, like, I feel this, this was really, really cool. So, again, thank you guys for tuning in to the Flipside Podcast, where we talk everything upside down and inside out. And, again, Maxo, thank you so much for being here.
2: Thank you for having me. And thank you for everyone listening. Thank you for your presence, your time. And just your your love that you shared just through listening to this. We really appreciate it. And um yeah, wish you the absolute best. Everyone listening and flip, love you. Thank you again for having me. And I can't wait to be back on. Uh,
1: hell yeah. All right, bye, y'all.